Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into the Mage as well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Welcome, mages. Yo, that last full moon was weird. Just me, am I right? Very heavy, cathartic and scatty. I didn't know what way was up. And also we're getting ready to go into Mercury Retrograde again on the 16th. Things are going to get strange. So last week I started talking about sacred spaces and sort of preparing the area and really settling into your own energy. And I thought I'd focus a little bit more on that this week with altar building. The word altar derives from the Latin word altare, meaning podium or stage, and adolare, meaning to adore. Religions and mystic traditions all over the world construct altars, from Shinto to Buddhism, Judaism to Christianity. The Greeks built altars in marketplaces and many public buildings, and rather than have them inside their temples, which is what we may be familiar with today, they were outside creating a grand spectacle easily seen by the city's inhabitants. The Romans created altars in their homes, allowing for spiritual participation and connection on a daily basis, which Christianity later sought to wipe out. Altars can have the ability to create a certain concentration of energy, and in ancient Israel, where altars often had a hollowed-out centre creating horns in each corner, it was believed anyone grabbing one of these horns was said to be protected from evil entities. For me, creating an altar helped me set up a daily practice, and it really helped me focus my intentions. Altars can be used for meditation, ritual, prayer, reflection, gratitude, worship, connecting to your ancestors, or any other form of inner work. There is no wrong or right way when it comes to your altar. It's completely down to you and finding something that feels right. Spoiler alert, the world is in upheaval. Your altar can be a powerful anchor. It marks a threshold, a tether into the sacred and the divine. 
In front of it there are no masks, no falsities. It's a time for you, and for you to ground and centre. It's a place and a time to go inside, inward. Where everywhere we look, our attention is dragged outside of ourselves. It's a wonderful place to give gratitude. You've survived. All your battles, all your traumas. In front of your altar, it's great to acknowledge that you are a survivor. Joseph Campbell said, Your sacred space is where you find yourself again and again. The way I see it, having a connection to the sacred is fundamental for well-being. And in the West, I really feel we've lost this connection to the divine and the sacred, and actually forgotten that it's needed. And so from this foggy haze, this unfamiliar craving that we try to fill, and we fill it with food that isn't good for our bodies, or TV shows that distract us from our lives, or social media to try and feel a connection, something, anything, to try and fill this, this craving. Having an altar creates that space and allows you to channel that energy on a daily basis and to ground it into your life. You don't need to be Christian to acknowledge the atmosphere and presence within churches, especially old ones. These places have effectively been programmed with people's intentions over the decades and centuries. The power within them is tremendous. I found a great passage on Wonderlust. Quote, whether to deepen your connection to prayers, to the divine, to the source, or to love. Altars are a beautiful symbol of our cycles, from inspiration from our pasts, to the abundance in our futures. Start with its location. So, mine is in my bedroom. It's a permanent fixed location, which may not work best for you. It could be in a box that you store away and unpack every time you use. It could be in your bedside table. It could be a shelf, it could be a cupboard. Find a way of making it work for you. My altar is an old coffee table that I bought secondhand. For me, I wanted natural materials and something with a history of use, so it's not picked off a shelf from Ikea. I got onto a spock, kind of like an eBay, and hunted one down. And it's a beautiful dark wood with dragons carved onto the side, which for me is perfect. So growing up, I was obsessed with dragons. I mean, who isn't? So it's tip of the hat to my childhood. Marianne Williamson said, that which is placed on your altar is altered. Your altar is unique to you. What are you choosing to elevate by placing it on your altar? The objects you place can be anything, but I would say as a good rule of thumb, make sure that they have some meaning to you. And these objects, they could, they could really represent anything. So what values do you embody? Independence and financial stability rank pretty high on my list, and there's elements of these things on mine. But you could honour spirit guides to inner child, from masculine and feminine to the elements. What's important to you? And how will that look on your altar? Use it as an art project. Have fun with it. It might be a weird idea and you might feel uncomfortable, but it's something to have fun with. So for me, the elements are important, but I've combined them in a way that feels right for me. So within a bowl of water, I've placed a candle at fire and water, and I've used a clay holder to burn charcoal and resins on, earth and air. For me, water is particularly important. I mean, I grew up next to the ocean on a really small island, and I'm a water sign. So I'll put a jug of water out under the full or new moon, and the next day I'll top my bowl up on my altar while chanting. 
I'll bless the water and then I'll add oils that are significant to me. So find something that's that you can create a really personal ritual with. Also, having something living on my altar is important. So I've put a ginseng plant. Now, ginseng is medicinal. I'm really into herbs and it looks really weird because I really feel like a weirdo sometimes. <laughs> and I have about 70 plants in my room. Um, I mean, each time I count, I get a different number. But one thing that I do like to do is if I see a plant that's struggling, I'll place it on my altar for a few days just to give it like a top up. Crystals also play a big role on my altar. So I have a crystal grid, which is a group of crystals laid out in a certain pattern to amplify their energy. And under this grid, I have a photo of myself, which I place my manifestations list under. And then under my altar, I place letters or cards I've received as a way to focus energy. I think there is a lot of power in written letters, so I use that to bring goodwill into my altar. You can change your altar and theme to the seasons, or a particular holiday like Samhain, Halloween, or Beltane, May Day. Some people insist on placing a cloth on their altar. I personally don't. I usually clean mine after a full moon, some clean it more frequently. Although I did come across a particular article while researching for this, and it's by Sarah Bamford Seidelman. And in it she wrote, My shamanic teachers always admonished me to keep my sacred space meticulous. Your altar is a metaphor for your life and your spiritual work, and it's important to tend and care for all of the sacred tools you possess. Going forward, I think I might need to pick up a duster more often. Now some say the direction the altar faces is important, and different points represent different things. So north is earth, and the purpose is material gain, prosperity, grounding. South is fire, for conflict resolution and inspiration. East is air, and the purpose is communication with the divine. West is water, dreaming and imagination. I mean, I'd like mine to face east, but my room layout doesn't allow for that. And also it would mean that my altar doesn't sit under a window, which is far more important for me, as it is a threshold. Quotes, thresholds are border areas where one force, power or element encounters another. These meeting areas are potentially the most magically charged of all. And 10 points if you can guess who that quote is from. Drum roll, please. It's Judah Carell's 5,000 Spells. I feel I mention her every episode. But she's so good. She just hits the nail on the head every time for me. And another little hot trick that I'm going to do is somewhere, somehow, placing iron on my altar. Iron has very heavy associations with magical practices around the world and throughout time. It was known as the metal from heaven because its pure form could only be found in meteorites. And it was really seen as a gift from the gods. Now, older cemeteries typically have iron gates to hold the energy inside and to mark an energetic boundary. And also deities around the world are carved from iron. So maybe this is how we could incorporate iron into our altar setup. My altar is constantly in flux and it's never finished or completed. And over time, the objects placed on an altar will become imbued with energy that you tap into. And I really see my altar as a battery that I'm constantly topping up and charging. I found some pictures of altars and posted them on the majors well Instagram if you need some inspiration. 
The address is at the Majors Well, and it's the same for Twitter. Come and say hi. Drop me a line. The email account for the podcast is themajorswell at gmail.com. Please get in touch with any questions, stories, or experiences that you want to share, and they might get featured. If you want to support the show, I've left my Patreon link in the description. You can subscribe to my Sugar Pot Spell. The address is patreon.com forward slash the majors well. If you wish to support the show, but you're not in a financial position to do so, that's cool. That's absolutely fine. Tell your friends about the show or leave a five star review. I've left a link in the episode description. And honestly, this really helps the show get discovered. A big thank you to Coral St. Clair for the podcast artwork, and thank you so much for listening. I'm going to leave you with another quote from Sarah Bamford Sindelman. Altar building, for me, is one of the most powerful ways to make spirit visible. Have a great week. Peace out, witches. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.